Kirk Cousins and I actually used to work in McDonald's together. So I'm actually uh, so he's a good friend, obviously coworker. Yeah, obviously, this I'm is my favorite. This is my favorite bit, by the way. This is my favorite one. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, Kirk, Kirk and I go way back. Uh, he was fry guy. I was a shake guy. It, it was complicated. Found the simple life, one so simple. When I walked out all that road to listen to episode number 125 of the Promo Upfront podcast, I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the major of mashed potatoes, the sergeant of stuffing, the tank commander of Turkey himself, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? I'm doing great, man. A uh, couple thoughts. Number one, it's been a while since we've had a Van Halen song sung to me, so I'm excited about that. And um, no, I'm I'm doing great. Just got back from a trip um, yep. to see my yeah. youngest daughter in Colorado. That was really awesome. Um, and, you know, jamming and like everybody else, jamming, you know, five or seven days worth of work into about two days. And so it's yeah. uh, I'm excited and uh, things are going good. How about you, buddy? Same, same thing. Uh, Mitch is home uh, from college. Drew's nice. coming home today. We're recording this on Tuesday, November 22nd. If you're, uh, you know, sort of a few days earlier than we normally do. Yep. So getting ready to have a little bit of a full house before everybody starts going back to college. And uh, so just real thankful, thankful for a lot of things. And that, that got me to thinking, Kirby. Yep. You know, Henry Van Dyke, the American author and educator, educator said, Gratitude is the inner feeling of kindness received. Hmm. Thankfulness is the natural impulse to express that feeling. And Thanksgiving is following that impulse. And with that in mind, our friends over at PXP Solutions want to remind you to take time this weekend to thank someone. Maybe it's your spouse, your your children, a cherished friend, or maybe even a business partner. Hmm. Better yet, write a note and stick it in the mail because honestly, that's a lost art. And you and I have talked about that on numerous occasions because the person who receives it uh, receives that handwritten note is going to remember that thoughtfulness for a lifetime. But our friends at PXP hope everyone had a warm and wonderful Thanksgiving. They are thankful for all the distributors out there who trust them with their apparel decoration. Heck, they even want to thank you and I for what we do on this podcast, Kirby, which was really, really nice, I thought. And I know you would. Uh, that, that's really nice to hear, isn't it? It is. It is. Apologize for the train. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, you know, we are very blessed with a lot of people who partner with this podcast and um, certainly PXP is one of those and we appreciate it. And yep. this is the week of Thanksgiving. So uh, yeah. I appreciate the sentiment. It sure is. You know, PXP Solutions is located in Dallas, Texas to handle screen printing, embroidery, heat transfer. And if you need help with your clients' apparel needs this holiday season, please call owner and CEO Bruce Jolish. Such a sweet, sweet, lovely human being. He, you can reach him. Yes, he'll answer his phone, kids. 214-380-1883. Uh, they still have capacity to meet your upcoming gift, gift-giving needs. So give Bruce a call. You can also head over to the website at pxpsolutions.com. You'll be grateful you did, especially this week. All right, Kirby. I believe you have the upfront section of the podcast uh, this week. So uh, why don't you uh, get us get us rolling here? What are we talking about? 
you're on mute. Sorry about that. Um, there was a train going I, I through. I wasn't on I was, mute. No, I'm. You I, were I, on mute. I am on mute. Uh, so there's a train coming through, and I was trying not to be offensive with the the noise that comes through. Um, I, I should have sang an Aerosmith song this morning. I should have gone. Train kept a rolling all <laughs> night long. Well, it's one of the wonderful things is that Zoom tells you now, right? So I started yeah. talking, and it just like, hey, you're on mute, idiot. Um, so. Um, Anyway, I had actually, I have a bunch of topics. So I'm going to kind of go with, I think this is fun. I saw this on promo marketing um, article that Denny's is selling a $5.99 (laughs) t-shirt that's worth $2,000. So if you haven't seen this, it sounds like you have just based on your reaction. Oh yeah. Um, But I I thought just for those who haven't seen it, I think this is a really interesting idea um, that they are selling this t-shirt. And I think they said that there's only a hundred of them um, for five, one fifty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, two five ninety nine. But it's really worth more than two thousand dollars because there's a QR code on the sleeve that's worth a free um, v- everyday value slam meal every day of the year. Um, yeah. I thought this was a really interesting concept where you are kind of melding uh, the, the merch into a campaign. Um, I I just think it's really cool. So there's a QR code sewn onto mm-hmm. the sleeve. So Denny staff can redeem for a free meal. You're right. 150 were made. Um, so anyone looking to score a, wor- um, a year's worth of free breakfast will need to go to the Diner Drip web store uh, November 24th. And so I think this is really interesting. I thought it was a cool concept. I actually thought... Five ninety nine. My my initial reaction. I and this is how dumb I am. Um, I was like, yeah. oh, five ninety nine is too cheap. They should sell this for twenty bucks. And then it occurred to me that five ninety nine is probably what that value slam meal costs. Yeah. Um. And so I thought this was really cool. I know this can be a quick topic, but uh, what say you, Bill? Yeah. No, I thought the same thing. I love it when we both because we believe it or not, folks, we actually do independently prepare and yeah. don't know what the other one's going to bring up. And it's always funny to me when one of us brings up a topic that we both prepared for yeah. uh, uh, outside of any conversation. So I did prepare for this. I, I love the idea. And I, I love what John Dillon, not that John Dillon, but the Denny's president had to say about it because I wrote this down. This year has been particularly tough on Americans' wallets. At Denny's, we're always looking for new ways to provide value for our diners while delighting them with delicious food. So creating an innovative, first-of-its-kind wearable offer to unveil uh, for Black Friday was a natural decision for us. The wearable represents a fresh expression of our ongoing commitment to value. So I did a little math um, in preparation for this topic. So the overall cost for this promotion is about $300,000. Okay. okay, that's the cost of the assuming every now again, is someone going to go to Denny's every day and redeem their meal? Absolutely. No. Yeah, absolutely. Not. Uh, and maybe not even once a week. I, I don't know. You know, I, I have yeah. no idea. But I think the idea, though, is so universally cool. Yeah, um, they have to wear the, uh, they to get the meal. They have to wear the shirt because that's where the QR code hit, or at least yeah. they have to bring it in. Yeah, I don't know if they have to wear it or not. I think it's a brilliant little marketing idea. They're going to get enough um, good press, I think, out of it to more than pay for it. I assume, honestly, this is really going to cost about a hundred, hundred fifty thousand when it's all said and done. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I think it's a brilliant use of combining that physical and digital, digital, as our friend Danny Rosen might say. Yeah, and it really creates, uh, it, and again, underscores their brand, what they do, yeah. what they they are a value restaurant, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And so they're underscoring that value by 
again, selling the shirt for about, I believe, what the cost of that everyday uh, value nice. slam meal is. I think it's great. I think yeah. Great. Yeah, this was a fun one. So I did, again, not much to really discuss. I think it, these are the kind of topics that A, are fun and B, get my wheels yeah. turning when thinking about my clients. And so I thought it'd be a good one to, to start off with. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, you know what? I, I got it's Thanksgiving week and I got to amp this up. I, we, I'm <laughs> amped up. going to have some time off. You know, hey, distributors, is your marketing working? I'm pointing at you if you're watching on the camera. <laughs> if you can't answer that question with that immediate yes, go ahead and reach out to our pals at Promo Pulse. They are doing some really amazing things. It can help you create consistently, uh, stunningly beautiful outbound marketing that's easy for you. So easy. You customize it, set it, and forget it in five, five, five minutes. Not 15, just five Learn more at promopulse.io slash amp. Okay, Kirby, last week we kind of referenced how ASI was rolling out the Power hmm. 50. Okay. The list is complete now. Yep. And I, I don't think there's a lot to discuss, I, right. but there were a couple surprises for me and things I wanted to chat with you about. Okay. Um, I know it, it's, this shouldn't surprise anyone, but bigger companies really, really dominate that list, especially yeah. the top 10. Sure. You got Jeremy Lott from Sanmar at number one. You got yep. Joanne Lance from Geiger at number two. You got Mark Simon at Halo at number three. Greg and Vera Musillo from Proforma at number five. CJ Schmidt, a uh, good friend of both of ours, at Hit at number six. Uh, Justin and uh, Larry Zavadil. Uh, uh, from American Solutions uh, from, uh, for Business at number seven. Uh, then you get around top 10 is rounded out by Gemline, Alpha Broder, HPG, Bell Promo. Yeah. I, I looked through the entire list and if we, I think there's only two smaller companies really represented on there. And that was Mark and Catherine Graham from Comiskew at 47 mm -hmm. and Mark Scott Cohen and uh, John Al Allegim, Allegim, I, I I'm butchering his name, I'm sure, yeah. from Harper and Scott at number 50. Mm hmm it got me to thinking. Okay. I wonder, let, let me get your opinion on that, that large companies dominate the list in terms of the power 50. Yeah. And I think that makes sense because I think, you know, some of this is probably determined and I haven't talked to Michelle or, or any of the team at ASI to, to right. confirm what I believe to be true, which is that spend <laughs> has something to do with their influence, right? But I think um, volume has something to do with it. Yeah. Sure. Something to do with it. And so of course they would have influence over the, you know, being some of the most powerful people in the industry. I'm sure that other factors play in, but that's, that's a part of it. And I think it makes yeah. sense. That's I, I, yeah. that doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Yeah, but I would argue that there are smaller company people who are actually more powerful than some of the people on this list. And I'll tell you okay. why. When I'm looking at the power, the 50 most powerful people in the promotional products industry, you and I are ingrained in this industry, have been for more than two decades, not to mm -hmm. age either one of us. When I don't know some people on the list, I, mm -hmm. that to me, that's an in, in, it's indicative that maybe they don't have the reach. That, right. That's a good that, point. Uh, uh, so I thought of some of the people that, that might, be on that list. I mean, Danny Rosen, I think, is, is a very powerful, yeah. active human on the list. Peter Hirsch, uh, Charity Gibson, you, Cliff Quicksell. And I thought of, you know, I, I I think the list needs to start factoring a heavier dose of social media. They did a little bit this year with Brittany Godsey. I think she's yeah. at number 48 or 49 uh, from Gold Bond, who does a fantastic yeah. job with her, her Instagram feed. But if you're not on Instagram, yeah, you're not going to be. So you're not going to see anything she does, right? And that's not to ca that's not to castigate Brittany. It's just saying that's a that's a very slim one channel area, right? Um, yeah. And so I think the list needs to start factoring the overall voice mm -hmm. of people. What are they doing 
all over social media? How are they mentoring others? Uh, how are they helping the industry move forward? And I think, look, it's not to say they got the list wrong. I'm not yeah. saying that at all. I'm just saying, I think it's time to maybe take a different approach to that list. And who are really the movers and shakers in the industry, not just the biggest guys on the block. And last thing I'll say, and I'm sure you'll echo me in this, for the 9,000 straight year. Why is Tim Andrews, Andrews. not on that list? <laughs> yeah, it's it's always funny because I'm sure Tim is is saying I don't want to be on the list, and I totally get that. Um, actually, I had a couple. I you as always are more eloquent. These are my couple thoughts about the list. Number one, yeah. um, I love to see John Norris moving up um, because 100%. he's actually he's actually one of those guys that I think behind the scenes with the with the promo standards and some of the stuff he has a lot more influence than maybe people understand. Um, and yeah. so I thought his his ascent on the list made yes, a ton of sense. Absolutely. Um, Tim Andrews not being on the list. It's just always weird guys. Uh, that's, I mean, he should be on the list. It's weird though, for them, even if here's my solution, put him at number 50, um, so that you're not like comparing him to other people or whatever. Um, my other observation is Dale Denham and being at 48, I actually think that's kind of low. Um, and I think that the, the, the head of the association, just does have more influence than most of the people yeah. on this list by default. Doesn't even matter who it is. Um, so uh, it's good that he's on it, and so I don't want to throw. Yeah. But I, I, when that was rolled well, out initially, that was my initial reaction on those first ten. I was like, "Wow, Dale's low." Um, so that's why I always struggle. Yeah, that's why I always struggle with lists like this because it's arbitrary. And I know, look, this is the, the ASI it, yeah. editorial staff do such a does such a great job. This is yeah. not easy to do. And yeah. anytime you put a list out there that is subjective to yes, a certain totally. extent, someone's going to take shots at it. So please, yeah. anyone who say from ASI who's listening, take this in the spirit in which it's intended. It's just us trying to engage with the list. Yeah. And and maybe kind of think about it a little bit differently going yeah. forward. Uh, but I think honestly, I thought the list was overall really, really good. I agree yep. with you, uh, Dale Denham from from PPA. I probably should be higher. Uh, I've never understood. It seems like the the president CEO is always low on that list, yeah. whatever low means that year. Yeah. Um, but I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Yeah, but good stuff overall, and uh, keep them coming. By the way, SI, yes, yeah. these are these are fun oh, yeah. fodder, <laughs> and I, I just really enjoy them. Not only as a podcast, but even when I, you know, we weren't doing the yeah. podcast, these kind of lists always uh, entertain me. So I love it. Absolutely. All right, Kirby, you got a topic for us. Okay, uh, I am going to bring up one. Uh, so uh, yep. the, the, you mentioned Charity Gibson. Charity sent me uh, so, some links from TikTok. Uh, I'm on yeah. TikTok, but not very active at all, and so. Generally, the way I consume TikTok is when people either post it on other social media platforms um, or someone sends them to me. And so this yeah. was an interesting one. So TikTok, if you hadn't mm -hmm. seen it, did an influencer campaign um, with some branded merchandise. Um, and mm -hmm. it kind of went wrong, at least based on, and I saw a limited number of uh, videos about this, one in, in particular. Um, but they did TikTok influencers did videos of opening this uh yeah. influencer kind of merch campaign and it, the, the response from them wasn't great uh and yeah. i thought it was an interesting just branded merchandise marketing conversation where you know if you are going to do um sort of a merch uh, influencer campaign yeah it, you got to be cognizant of who you're giving it to and what is yeah. going on from it and so i don't you know assume you've seen this and wanted to get your take on 
that and just again for yeah. those who haven't seen it this person was opening it um there were a lot of boxes in this um and the i felt like the opening of it was very impressive when you opened up the box there was all these like boxes that fit together in there um but then when she went through and opened them she didn't seem like she valued the things that were in there very much yeah um let, and let so me... wanted your take yeah, let me jump in. It's almost like an advent calendar, like one box per day, I believe. And okay. you open one large, It's a, that's what I saw it as. Yeah, yeah. You open one large box. And just as you described, there are about 24, 25 smaller boxes, not all the same size, but fit very carefully, very intricately in this larger box, which was really, really cool. Um, I, I think I, my first thought was, I don't think TikTok understands their why. I don't think they know what they were doing. I think they felt like they needed to do something. So they yeah. did, but I don't think they had any goal in mind other than let's reward our influencers yeah. with this box. And, um, you know, so that was number one. Number one, I don't think they really had a goal. The other thing is they assumed their audience could handle it. It's all, <laughs> everyone I saw, because well, I went down a rabbit hole. You sent me the links. I went down a rabbit hole. And everybody's doing bits, okay? Yeah. This box is designed to be on a table and opened up. People are holding it up and like intentionally making it all fall out. I mean, to make it look uh, dumb. Uh, so that that was that. They're, everybody's doing a bit. Everybody's trying to get their fifteen seconds of comedy so they can mm. you know get to, to TikTok viral. And then third, um, I, I I think you know the merch wasn't great, but I mean, well, that's still it wasn't like. Let me phrase that. The merch wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Right. I think there was a spatula, there was a headband, there was a couple other things. They were lower cost promotional products, just as useful, just as just as is uh, needed and necessary. But again, people can't handle it, so they got to complain that it's not cool enough, it's not big enough, and it's in this packaging. Uh, the investment, I don't know how many they sent out. TikTok yeah. did. But again, it starts with, I don't think they knew what the hell they wanted to do with it anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that the overall packaging was really cool. That was my first impression when they opened 100%. it up. 100%. Yeah. Um, I, but I think at least for me, and, and I think it probably goes to your point that you said that you, they didn't know what they were trying to do. Um, they just wanted to send out a package. Um, yeah. I, the influencer campaigns that I've seen it, th that are, have been done and done well, and, and you are uh, one of the leaders of doing that, um, they pick merch that is a little more high end. It, it, like, it, and again, no disrespect. I I think that that branded spatulas and dog bowls and colored pencils have a great place in our industry for if they're targeted and thought out, this was one of those that I was like, oh, man, they they missed a pretty big opportunity because you said they weren't like, oh man, well, you know what? If they mm -hmm. sent out something really cool, they could have gotten that, ex you know, that reaction instead of people doing a bit. The reason they could do a bit is because they sent out shitty stuff. And so, well, and they, they sent out uh, a lot of it. And so I, 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 I I would push back. I don't think they put out shitty stuff. I just don't think they put a lot of thought into it. You yeah. can have a lot of low cost merchandise that builds on itself. Yeah. So you could have That's colored pencils and then pack package it, then a coloring book and then some other products. And so, you, you know, you could take, if it was me, 
I would take, okay, I got 24 days. I got 24 of these to fill. Yeah. Let's have each one build upon the next one. So at the end of this, you've got this. Wow. Yeah. Now what I did see, and again, I don't know all the pop power, the products that were in there. So, but they seem disjointed. Yes. Right. That's what I think the problem is. It's not so much that they were more value uh, oriented. I mean, again, I don't know how much TikTok wanted to spend on this thing, but Right. Again, there wasn't that thoughtfulness. And when I, when, and, and thank you for your kind words about me, you know, doing influencer campaigns for, and I, I've done a lot of them. You have to be thoughtful. Yeah. You have to answer a lot of questions. You have to ask yourself a lot of questions and you have to answer those questions. Why am I doing this? What do I want the people to feel? How do What's I the want point? them to experience this? To me, it was just a, a really cool packaging <laughs> with a lot of disjointed, yeah. useful, but disjointed merchandise. It's, I want to tell a quick story on myself years ago. So um, at Christmas time, uh, I am like a 12 year old. When I buy something for Amy, uh, my wife, I am always like, I, I am so excited to give it to her before we had kids. I would be giving her gifts on December 12th um, because right. it's like, I'd be so excited to, to, and you know, to my defense, it means I was really excited about the gift I was giving. Um, right. But uh, so one year I kind of was like, okay, I've got it. I'm going to do a 12 days of Christmas with my wife. So then I can mm-hmm. have something to give her every day leading up to yeah. Christmas day. Yeah. And I will say that that sounds great in theory, but it's really hard to buy inexpensive gifts that are thoughtful for 12 days in a row. I spent more that year on Christmas gifts than I've ever spent in my whole life because like by the exactly. by the fifth day, I'm like, uh, I don't know, hiking boots. <laughs> yeah. it was, and so, yeah, doing something like that, an influencer campaign, back to your point, has to be thoughtful, yeah. but doing it the yeah. way they did it, you got to be even more thoughtful because yeah. I, what you just said is really good. If you built to the end, that would have been really interesting. And then, yep. you know, well, anyway, I, I thought your, your take thing, is the good. The other thing is, no, thank you. I appreciate that. And I, the other thing is, I don't think they know their audience. Do you yeah. think everybody was going to wait <laughs> and open those as directed? That's not who the, that group is. Right. They're people who want attention. So they're going to amplify it pun intended, but they're going to amplify their reactions. They're going to amplify the good and they're also going to amplify the bad. So there you go. Cool. That's fine. Good, good one. All right, Kirby. uh, We do this every year. Um, We, it is our Thanksgiving podcast. And so what we talk about are things we're grateful for. And we thought we'd do it a little bit differently this year. We have three categories and three things each we're going to be thankful for. The first one is three professional things we are thankful for. Kirby, do you want me to go or would you like to go first? Um, I'll go first. Um, go. The, the very the very first thing is just my team, my team at the office. Uh, you and I talk okay. about this on uh, and offline. Um, mm-hmm. I am able to do a lot of the things that I'm able to do because of the Emilys, the Briars, the Dustins, the, the Skylers of the world, yep. um, because they uh, do such a great job. So I'm super thankful for them. Awesome. Do you want to go through all three or you want me nope. to go? You, you next. Um, I'm thankful that, that brand of is really thriving. You know, after two mm-hmm. and a half years in, I've been very fortunate to have a lot of great relationships that have really helped this little, uh, uh dream of my little pirate ship thrive. So I'm really, really thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a lot of hard work, um, a lot of hours, a lot of, a lot of, uh, scary moments, but, feels really good that the business is doing well. So I'm really thankful for that. So I'm thankful for all the people who've supported me, you yourself included through, mm-hmm. through this journey. 
Yeah. Number two for me is my peers uh, here in the industry. Um, it's interesting. I've got a really good group of friends here in my community and that's great, but um, it's, it's interesting to me that I have sort of that friend group and that peer group in the industry that yeah. when I have an idea, which I am want to do. Uh, and when I, um, you know, I'm struggling with something. I have a group of people that I can reach out to um, with different varying degrees of experience, right? Like, so of course you and I have that, but there are people yep. outside of just you and I that I can, Hey, I'm thinking about this. What do you think? And so um, yeah, the peer group within the industry for me. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, my second one is I'm thankful for promocations and partnering with Josh Robbins on that. That is something that he and I have talked about for probably three and a half, four years. And then mm -hmm. obviously the pandemic hit, which scuttled a lot of those plans. So to finally see it come together and see people get on board literally on a ship very soon mm -hmm. uh, to do these networking events with us, uh, reimagining networking in the industry, the opportunity to really kind of uh, you know, make a change in the industry on that level, uh, man, it, it, I'm really grateful for that. Really grateful for learning from a guy like Josh Robbins, uh, who I've known for years and years and years and finally be able to partner with him on something is, is pretty exciting. Yeah. Josh is rock star status for sure. He, oh, yeah. he is among those Absolutely. peers I was talking about. And yeah, Absolutely. I mean, for me, it's uh, the, the new project for me is BBU, Better Business You. The yep. response has been really good. We just did a sales course last week. Uh, it, it feels like, you know how, and you will appreciate this. There are times in a project where it feels like it's a complete slog. And then there are times yes. where it feels like, okay, it's still a little bit of a slog, but I feel like I'm pushing the snowball up the hill, but it's getting close to yeah. the top. And that's how yeah. I feel with that project. And um, awesome. so, so some of the, some of the feedback I've been getting lately has been really awesome. So better business. Oh, I love that. I love that. And my third one is that uh, my former partner here at Brandvate, Kelsey Cunningham, has really found joy at Ben mm. Norris Marketing and is really flourishing. And she had really missed that side of the industry, being on the supplier side and meeting with people mm -hmm. and knowing that it was a very hard decision uh, for, for her to, to leave Brandvate. But knowing that she is really happy and just enjoying the hell out of what she's doing, uh, getting back out there and meeting with people. That that gives me, I, I, that makes me very, very thankful for her, uh, the contributions she certainly made here, but yeah. I'm really thankful that she is where she needs to be. That's awesome. Yeah. And good for you, Kels. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Now we're going to go three personal things we're thankful for. I'll go ahead and start this off. Kirby. Okay, cool. Um, I'm really, really thankful for happy healthy uh, kids who are exactly where they're supposed to be. Right. Uh, I got one at the University of Alabama, which is a giant, giant corporate-like school. And I've got one <laughs> sure 90 minutes, 90 minutes down the road at Mississippi State University, which is uh, still a pretty big school, but not on the level of Alabama, right. a little, little, little more small town. Uh, right. But they're both flourishing. They're thriving. They, they love what they're doing there. Um, they're doing great uh, in, in terms of grades are doing great in terms of just meeting people and extending themselves. So I'm really grateful for that. You worry about when kids start leaving the nest, totally. are they going to find their path? Um, and, and I can tell you that uh, they're both on a really, really fun path and it's fun to watch. Awesome. All right. Me. Uh, so I mentioned my peer group. Mm -hmm. uh, in the industry, I have the friends locally. So, uh, I don't, you and I haven't even talked about this, but, um, I am having to, uh, 
uh, move really quickly. Mm -hmm. And by really quickly, mm -hmm. I mean Friday, <laughs> the day this drops. Um, and so yeah. uh, I had to send out a group text to a bunch of people here in Coshocton that I need to get out of the house that we live in now. And mm -hmm. so, you know, uh, there's Thanksgiving Day, and I yeah. almost made the mistake of sending out Saturday when Ohio State will be playing the team up north. And uh, yeah. I was just like, yeah, no one's coming if I do it that day. But we are doing it on Black Friday, and like 10 or 15 folks are, you know, I think some are yeah. just skipping out on work to come help me do it. And so super thankful that they're doing that because <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, I, I love that. And I know you have to move quickly. Uh, I am so grateful and thankful for a family that really supports me and allows me to do what I do. It was yeah. a big leap for me to uh, resign from Promo Corner to yeah. start Brandivate uh, at the time with Kelsey. Mm -hmm. um, as a 50-year-old man to kind of decide, I, I want to do it on my own. I want to yeah. go out on my own and chart my own course. Um, it hasn't always been easy on them. Uh, the hours I work, the, the sometimes stress I felt, and sometimes I've projected on them, quite sure. frankly, I'm, I'm human. Uh, so I couldn't be more appreciative for Sandy, the kids, uh, my in-laws who've been extremely supportive. My friends here locally also been supportive people like you and friends in the industry. So I, I that, that, that just is amazing to me. So very thankful yeah. for that. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned it, family. It's hard not to be uh, thankful yep. for that. Uh, you know, Jade, uh, who we just visited, Skylar, who works here, and then, of course, Amy. So they yeah. they are what, why we do what we do. So it's good. Awesome. All right. Our third category, which is a little different this year, things we are surprised that we're thankful about this year. Um, you want me to go? Or you want to go first? You go ahead and go first. All right. Uh, the first thing I am uh, are my friends in the industry and my business associates who have been fully honest with me, because that's rare. Most mm. people are nice. They want to tell you, Hey, things are okay. They're going to blow smoke up your skirt because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Mm. I've had several people who have given me some great advice. You are one of them. Josh Robbins is one of them. A couple other people who I'll just leave, leave anonymous have given me some direct feedback that sometimes is really in the moment, super, super hard to hear because mm. You know, we all kind of think what we're doing is pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah. But when when you when you back away from it and look at it from an outside perspective, you realize, okay, they've got a really good point there. So I am so thankful for people who trust me enough with their honest and candid feedback that they will actually give it to me. Um, you cannot underrate that one hundred percent. Yeah, and as is always the case, you're always so more so much more thoughtful about these things than me. Uh I'm I'm thoughtful. I'm I'm surprised that I'm enjoying the weather uh this this season. <laughs> Uh, so this time of year is always a, a bit of a okay. struggle for me. The, the days get yep. shorter. I don't like uh, the cold weather and I've made it a point to uh, lean in. Uh, okay. so like we were just in Colorado, we are hiking, it's yep. cold. I'm, I'm bundling up and I'm like, I am going to create ways that I can like, uh, the colder yep. weather. And I'm surprised that I'm enjoying it as much as I am. All right. I love it. I am thankful for something I'm surprised I'm thankful for is silence. I mm. generally, I'm fine being alone. Uh, I do enjoy, you know, being an introvert at times, but one thing I've not been great about is embracing silence. I'll always have some music on, the TV on in the background, some noise. And I've really learned to embrace a lot more silence. It's helped me think, I think, a little more clearly. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm surprised that I'm enjoying just 
that silence in the moment uh, as much as I am. It's a deliberate, it's a deliberate choice on my part, but I'm surprised how thankful I am that I'm doing that. Yeah, for me, uh, is I'm surprised how much I'm enjoying. So Aim and I are uh, in the process of building a house. Um, and uh, I really anticipated I would hate every minute of that. I don't like uh, the mm-hmm. uncertainty of it, um, but Amy has managed to make it fun for me. Uh, you know, she's picking out decorations and I'm like, I don't care, but I've managed yeah. to care. And it's been really fun to see it kind of, you know, come from nothing into something. And so I'm surprised I'm yeah. enjoying that. So back to a work one for me for my final one. I'm thankful for the grind. Mm-hmm. I know this about myself, but every once in a while you find moments where things you know about yourself really validate themselves. Yeah. The more work I have to do, the better I am. And the mm-hmm. better I am, the more efficient I am, the more creative I am. And and just like any entrepreneurial journey, you know, there's 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 you know a bunch of activity and then there's a lull and so on and so forth. And so the discipline of the grind, I am so thankful for what other people would look at as that's mundane. I would hate doing that. I am so thankful for that schedule. I live by a a calendar. You know, I've talked about this on the podcast. I am so thankful for that grind um, and that discipline. So I'm really thankful for that. And I didn't think I would be. I think I'd be like, okay, I want to get to a point where I don't want to do some of this stuff. And right now I'm still very much of, I like doing a lot of that grind work, grunt work. Okay. I, I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm thankful for Quincy. That's my final. This is my grandson. So, well, I, the end. That's a that's a layup. <laughs> well, well, I won. Well, I'm thank- hey, well, uh, let me say, yeah. like when I got the call, and you know the story. Amy yeah. and I were on vacation, right? Oh yeah, uh, we we're in Mexico, and I got a FaceTime from my daughter who says, "Hey, what kind of mental state are you in today?" Uh, yeah. Uh, and so she tells us she's pregnant, and that was unexpected. I, I'll be honest, I don't know that I was, I was. As excited as I probably should have been in that moment, super excited today. But isn't that all a race the moment you see that little baby? I mean, just so all washed, doesn't matter, whatever, whatever, you know, it's all good. As, as an observation, people tell you all the time, oh, being a grandparent is the best. Being a great, it's going to be great. It's going to, yeah. this is this. And I will tell you, I was skeptical. Not that I didn't think it would be good uh-huh. um, because I'm like, oh, I like babies. It'll be fun. It's so yeah. much better than I thought. I was totally oh, sure. off base. And so, yeah, really good stuff. Awesome. All right. Speaking of good stuff, let's get to some gambling for good for PPEF. All right. Um, So Kirby, so people don't know, we're doing betting on football games, three college, three pro every week, not against the spread, just simple win loss. And the loser will donate uh, um, some money to PPEF, the Promotional Products Education Foundation. Kirby, you had the rebound week of rebound weeks. You went six and oh, a perfect score last week. Because getting a little, you, you were getting a little too ahead. I had to, I had to fix it. Well, now that that puts you ahead of me. Forty-three wins, twenty-nine losses. I went four and two, respectable. respectable. But now I'm one behind you at forty-two and thirty, which makes me tense. So, excuse me. So we're gonna do uh, the college games are all rivalry games. Yep. And our pro games are all Thanksgiving Day games. All right. Yeah. So uh, the first game is. It's the Egg Bowl. That's right. Mississippi State versus number 14 Ole Miss. That's in um that's in Oxford, Mississippi. That's at Ole Miss. And that'll be Thursday night, Thanksgiving night. So Mississippi State versus Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl. Who you got, Kirby? Uh I'm gonna keep my picks short and sweet this week. I'm going Ole Miss. 
Rebels, Rebels it is for me too. Um, I'm really good friends with the offensive coordinator at Ole Miss, so I have to pick Ole Miss. All right, so uh, North Carolina State, number 24th ranked versus North Carolina, 13th ranked. And this is a pick em from Danny Rosen. Danny Rosen said he will donate $100 to PPEF if the Tar Heels uh, win, uh, or if the, I'm sorry, if the Tar Heels lose, he will donate $100. So thank you, Danny, for that. So who you got? North Carolina State or North Carolina? This was my second easiest pick of the week. I'm going UNC. Well, uh, unfortunately, I would like to disagree with you. I'm not going to. I'm actually really good friends with the uh, d- defensive coordinator there in uh, North Carolina. So uh, I'm going to go with Tar Heels there. All right. The big game, Michigan, number three, heading into Ohio State, the big house. Number second ranked Ohio State Saturday. Who you got, Kirby? I don't even have to ask. Yeah, that's the easiest one of the week. Uh, but I will say, neither team looked great last week. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. It's played uh, at the horseshoe. I'm going with the Buckeyes. All right. I am actually really good friends with Jim Harbaugh. Uh, he and I are pretty tight. So I'm going to go with the Wolverines on this one in an upset. Plus, I can't root for Ohio State. All right. Thanksgiving Day uh, football games. We've got the Buffalo Bills at the Detroit Lions. Who do you got? Oh, man. I'm going Bills. They're just better. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Allen and I went to preschool together. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pick the <laughs> Buffalo Bills as well. All right. New York football giants versus the Dallas Cowboys, fresh off a gigantic destruction of the Vikings. Dude, that was unbelievable. And it, as yeah. is the case with me, I can't get uh, short term memory out of my brain. I'm going Cowboys. Yeah. They just look too good. All right. Well, Mike McCarthy, coach the Cowboys, and I used to work in a coal mine together in Pennsylvania. So I'm going to have to also pick the Cowboys there. All right, Kirby, last pick, New England Patriots versus the Minnesota Vikings. The boring bowl. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. So I I was really, yeah, I don't care. Uh, I'm going to go Vikings. Much to the dismay of my buddy Javier. All right. Well, Kirk Cousins and I actually used to work in McDonald's together. So I'm actually, uh, so he's a good friend, obviously, co-worker. Yeah, obviously. This I'm is my favorite. Go- this is my favorite bit, by the way. This is my favorite one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, Kirk, Kirk and I go way back. Uh, he was fry guy. I was a shake guy. It was complicated. Anyway, I'm going to have to go with the Vikings on that as well. All right, Kirby. Well, uh, we're at the end of the podcast. So let me go ahead and thank once again our pals over at PXP Solutions. They want to just remind you more than anything else, express some gratitude this weekend. Uh, Whether it's uh, uh, your spouse, your friends, uh, your kids, your business partners, write someone a note. Stick it in the mail. They'll really appreciate those handwritten notes as most people do. And they're ready to help you with any of your apparel decorating needs. You can call Bruce Jolish. He's the president and CEO. He's going to answer that. uh, He's going to answer that call. You can call him at 214-380-1883. You're not going to be sorry you did. And before we go, Kirby, I want to say I'm eternally grateful that you uh, take the time out of your week every week for the past seven years-ish to do this podcast with me. Actually, it's probably more, yeah, seven years, a little over seven years. So I want to thank you. Thank you for that. I am uh, eternally, I give you a hard time on the podcast, uh, but you know, I love you and Mm -hmm. I cannot thank you enough for the time, the energy, the support uh, of, of, just you and your friendship. So I'm very grateful for you and uh, our relationship. And I look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas at PPI Expo. Yeah. And hey, real quickly, happy 60th birthday. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs)